Welcome to Nali Bali. It's time for a story, a time where we can journey to many places and meet different faces. Today's story is called The Chief's Asagai and it's been retold by Kai Tomi. Love conquers all. That is what old people say, but sometimes those we love may stand in the way of love. Many years ago, a chief tried to stand in the way of the love of his son. There was once a green land filled with umbrella trees. A mighty chief lived there with his son, a gentle boy called Mandla. The chief loved his son with all his heart. The boy was still young, but the chief knew that one day it would be time for him to marry and make his own way in the world. The chief wanted Mandla to marry a rich woman so that he could live a good life. One day, the chief visited an old Sangoma who lived in a cave. People said that she could tell the future. Great Sangoma! said the chief. Will my son marry a rich woman? The Sangoma knelt in front of a small fire. She sprinkled some powder onto the flames and they turned bright blue. <laughs> no, said the Sangoma. Your son will marry a poor woman. The Sangoma waved her hand over the blue fire and the flames got bigger and bigger. Then they turned purple. In the flames, the chief saw a picture of a little girl playing in the mud next to a small hut. Do you see that girl? When she grows up, she will be the woman your son marries. No, that cannot be. You must be blind, old woman. Hey, hey, I am telling you the truth, the Sangoma said. Ha, chief, never stand in the way of true love. The chief was worried by what the Sangoma told him. So he sent his men to search the green land until they found a little girl playing in the mud. The girl had no parents. She lived with her aunt and uncle in a small hut. The men took this news back to the chief. The chief traveled to the small hut. He gave the little girl's aunt and uncle a bag of gold and took the girl away telling them that he needed a new cook for his crawl. But the chief did not take the girl back to his crawl. Instead, he walked her out into the dry felt and left her there. He thought that perhaps a lion or a hyena would gobble her up. As soon as the chief was gone, the little girl began to cry. And someone did hear her. But instead of a lion or a hyena, a hunter heard her crying. He walked through the felt until he found her. At first, 
The little girl was afraid of the hunter, but he patted her head gently and soon she stopped crying. The hunter did not have any children of his own, so he took the little girl home to his wife. When her family could not be found, the couple named her Ntlantla, and she became their daughter. Over the years, Ntlantla grew into a beautiful woman. She helped the old hunter and his wife by selling meat and animal skins to the villagers across the green land. One day, she found herself at the kraal of the chief. Mandla, who was now tall and strong, came out of his hut and saw Ntlantla. Look at her, father. She is the most beautiful girl I've ever seen. I want to marry her. The chief realized who Ntlantla was. He was very surprised to see her again. No, 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 no. The chief took his son by the arm. You can't marry her. But why not, father? The chief closed his eyes and thought of a way to stop the marriage. Well, 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 she has to pass a test first. He took his royal assegai from the wall and threw it deep, deep into the vault. Then he said to Ntlantla, If you can find my royal assegai, you, you can marry my son. The chief knew very well that it would be completely impossible to find a wooden assegai lying among all the sticks and bushes of the wide felt. Mandla knew it too, but all he could do was watch, heartbroken, as Ntlantla walked away towards the felt. Come now, Mandla. That girl will not be back any time soon. The chief could see that his son was heartbroken, but he hoped the boy would soon forget all about Ntlantla. Thinking to distract Mandla, he suggested, Well, let's have a party. Then he called his best hunter. Hunter, bring me the biggest war talk you can find, and we will have a feast. On his way out of the kraal, the hunter passed Ntlantla, and they went into the felt together. The hunter looked for warthog tracks, and Ntlantla searched for the assegai. After walking for a while, they saw something lying in the shade of an umbrella tree. It was an enormous dead warthog. The hunter scratched his head and walked around the animal. Aha! Look at that! <laughs> He said laughing, there was an assegai stuck in the warthog's side, a royal assegai bearing the mark of the chief. He pulled it out and handed it to Ntlantla. It is very lucky that the assegai struck this warthog or we would never have found it. Ntlantla and the hunter dragged the enormous warthog back. To the crawl. The people were building a big fire to cook the meat and some had begun to dance and play drums. The chief stood with Mandla next to the fire. Ntlantla walked up to them and handed the chief his royal assegai. The chief was flabbergasted. It's impossible. But he knew the truth. After a long silence, the chief said, well, that old Sangoma was right all along. 
I can't stand in the way of true love. Well, since we have this big warthog to eat, let us turn this party into a wedding. And Mandla and Zandla were married right there in front of their big fire. That night, the party went on late and people sang and danced under the stars until the morning sun rose above the green land filled with umbrella trees. Come to the end of today's story on Nali Bali, produced by Vion Finter, Cassie Lowers, and Leon Fisser. I'm Celia Nalane. Be part of Story Power with Nali Bali and read a story anytime you want. If you would like more stories for your children, visit nalibali.mobi from your cell phone, where you'll find a number of stories in a variety of languages available for free. Nali Bali, oh.